This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Welcome back to Education Matters. I'm your regular host, Katie Olmsted, part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association. Our guest host, Jeff Wensing, will be joining us a little later in this episode as we continue to highlight some of the big races that will be on the ballot impacting our schools this election day. For now, though, I have the huge honor of introducing you to the 2022 Ohio Teacher of the Year. Kurt Russell is a social studies teacher in Oberlin City Schools and was selected first as one of 11 State Board District Teachers of the Year. He thought he was doing an interview with a local newspaper about that when he got the news of the bigger win. Take a listen. I appreciate you taking the time. I, I have a little confession to make. Um, yes. I'm, I'm actually not uh, a reporter for the Chronicle. This is Paulo DiMaria, state superintendent. And uh, we're just playing a little joke on you because I'm pleased to announce that you are the 2022 State Teacher of the Year, Kurt. I know you are not serious. I am, in fact. <laughs> congratulations, my friend. That congratulations marked a huge moment for the Ohio Teacher of the Year program. Kurt Russell was the first black man to be named Ohio Teacher of the Year since that program started in 1964. We sat down with him to get his thoughts. Kurt Russell, thank you for joining us. First of all, let me offer a huge congratulations. 2022 Ohio Teacher of the Year. That is a huge honor and from what I hear, a very well-deserved honor. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I really appreciate it. With 200,000 teachers in the state of Ohio, um, I was blessed enough to be awarded Ohio Teacher of the Year. So I'm very, very grateful for that. The announcement was made uh, by the then state superintendent during a, a, it was a surprise. What did you think when you found out that you were the winner? You know, the first thing, it was a shocking emotion that I was going through. Um, When I was nominated, I was very honored to be nominated, number one. Um, Number two, when I became District 2 Teacher of the Year, um, honestly, I thought that was probably the end of uh, this segment and uh, becoming regional and a finalist and then finally becoming Ohio Teacher of the Year. It was one of those eye-blowing experiences, and I was just so, so shocked, um, but at the same time, thankful for that. And now you will spend the next year uh, in that role, what will you be doing? You know, just trying to spread my ideas and my platform about education. Uh, I'm a real big advocate of representation, a big advocate of um, equity in the classroom, and just to make sure that things for the kids, um, I try to be student-centered. So everything that I do as a teacher it should evolve around students. And that's my whole platform. And I'm just so thankful I have this role that I could actually go about spreading those type of ideas. We know representation matters so much in the classroom. And looking at your bio, that's one of the things that struck me. Talk to me a little bit about what inspired you to become a teacher. I tell you what, it really started young in my early days, but really in middle school. Uh, For the first time in my eighth grade year, I had a African-American male 
um, by the name of Mr. Larry Thomas. He was my math teacher. And I was just so struck by his ownership of the content, so struck by his, his discipline in a loving manner, how the kids loved him, respected him um, with all races and sexual orientation. So it was just not, he was a teacher for black students. He was a teacher for all students. And he really exemplified what it meant to be a teacher, very professional. And from that day on, um, I wanted that type of impact. And I knew through education, through teaching, I could uh, one day have that same impact that Mr. Thomas had on my life. One thing we always say is if you can see it, you can be it. As a, a Black student, before that point, did you really see yourself as an educator in that way? Um, no, but I have to admit, I had some wonderful teachers. Um, my kindergarten teacher by the name of Mrs. Francine Toss, a white lady who really gave me the love for learning. Um, so I always had this passion um, for learning and to continue with my education. But it was Mr. Thomas who really gave me that image that I could become a teacher um, because he was one and he looked like me. Now you are, I believe, the first Black Ohio teacher of the year since this started uh, in the 1960s. Yes, I believe that is correct. I was shocked by that as well. Um, and I really never, I guess when I was awarded Teacher of the Year, I never did any type of research to see if I was one or two or three um, Black males who have received this award. And then I realized I was the first one. Um, and so I realized that because I'm the first one, um, maybe I could have that same impact across the state in trying to um, not say recruit, but encourage young people, especially young Black males, to go into education. Of course, all of this is against a backdrop of um, some very, frankly, alarming bills in the Ohio House right now, um, yes. seeking to attack academic freedom and honesty in education. You know, we're talking about whitewashing American history and, yes. and, and making teachers afraid to, to tell the truth. What do you think about all of this? Um, you know what, Katie, like you said, from my standpoint and what I will continue to do is to teach and to teach the truth. Sometimes the truth is exciting and it, it, it should be celebrated. And sometimes the truth really strikes our nerve with individuals. And that's okay. I think that's how we should learn. It's okay to be uncomfortable, but at the same time, learn in that manner. Um, and so with my ideas of teaching, it, it has to be the truth. If I was a math teacher, and if I say two plus two is six, I believe a lot of parents, rightfully so, would be upset by that. Um, and it should be no different with history. Um, there's some dark spots in history that needs to be addressed in order for us to move forward. And you've done that through your career. Uh, you teach several different courses, correct? Yes, I do. I teach a, a course that's called Race, Gender, and Oppression. And within that course, uh, we try to 
um, historically look at different individuals, uh, groups of individuals um, throughout the country and how they have you know, been oppressed, how they have been um, mistreated um, from women to LGBTQ plus community, to African-Americans, so forth and so on. And I also teach a class that's called African-American history as well. And that is the journey of um, Africans throughout the United States of America. And we try to celebrate the accomplishments and also look at how African-Americans in this particular country has been mistreated. Just so we're perfectly clear, you're not teaching critical race theory in these classes. No, no, I'm not. Not at all. No one is. Uh, yes. What I'm teaching is the truth. Uh, I'm teaching a historical analysis of groups of people in this country. And so, uh, you know, I do not teach critical race theory at all. Um, my focus is on teaching um, history and making sure that all students see themselves in my classroom. That's so important. Exactly the sort of classes, though, that would be basically outlawed if these bills were to pass. The proponents of it say on the basis of uh, it's making students uncomfortable, it's making students feel bad about who they are. You have so much experience in the classroom with these students. How are students reacting to these lessons? Uh, My students are very engaged. My students ask questions all the time. My students stay after class um, want to continue on the discussions that we are having. I don't think that a lot of people realize that students want to learn and students do not want to be sheltered in their learning. Um, A lot of times we are afraid to say certain things in the classroom because we think these kids are unable to grasp the information or that they are being um, brainwashed and that's not the case at all. Um, Students at Oakland High School, where I teach, are so bright, are so intelligent, um, and so willing to share their experience. And that's what makes my school district wonderful, because we are not afraid to teach the truth, and students are not afraid to learn the truth. Does the community give you that support as well? Oh, most definitely, yes. Um, You know, Oakland High School um, is in the same town as Oakland College. Um, and so a lot of times we have professors that comes in and speak to our classes. Um, the community is on board. We are a town that welcomes diversity. We are a town that welcomes equity. Uh, we are a town that welcomes uh, building relationships and a town that realized that we have a lot of flaws and we are willing to address our flaws and to make it public and make it known. One of the great opportunities, and I assume one of the great challenges you'll face as Ohio Teacher of the Year, will be spreading your platform and your message in communities that are not that way. How are you going to rise to that challenge? Well, first of all, I'm confident in my message. Um, I don't think my message is so far where people cannot understand that relationships is important and that representation is important. Um, I believe that there needs to be a diverse uh, teacher staff. You know, women need to be in math and in science. We need more African-American males, of course, as I mentioned before. Um, And so that message is not nothing that should be concerning or scary to say. So I'm 
don't want to say I'm up to the challenge, but I think my message is really um, straightforward. I think everyone could grasp that message. What are you most looking forward to when people understand that message in the future? To having dialogue. I'm looking forward to just having open discussions. Um, Kurt Russell do not know everything about teaching or everything about education. And I am so um, inspired to learn from others and and hopefully people will be inspired um, to learn from myself. And if we can have honest conversation, I really believe that education, especially in the state of Ohio, could really be a model for um, the other 49 states and territories. Kurt Russell, thank you so much for sharing your perspective with us. Is there anything else I should have asked you? First of all, Katie, thank you so much for allowing me to come to your program and to for a few moments just to share um, some of my thoughts. Um, no, if, if it's the last thing I would like to say, there are so many wonderful teachers in the state of Ohio. And I just want to make sure that because I'm the Ohio Teacher of the Year, it doesn't mean that I'm the best teacher. Uh, there are so many wonderful teachers that I have met um, through my journey of education for 25 years. And with this opportunity to be Ohio Teacher of the Year, there's so many more teachers that I'm going to learn from. And so I'm just looking forward to it. I'm excited. Um, so Katie, once again, thank you so much. And hopefully my message of equity and relationship building will be clear, will be precise, and that people could really uh, take a hold on. I am very excited to see you spread that message around the state of Ohio over the next year. Kurt Russell, 2022 Ohio Teacher of the Year. This is OEA Vice President Jeff Wensing continuing our election coverage. As I've mentioned before, and I'll mention it again because I believe it's pretty impressive, about 100 educators across Ohio have stepped up to run for their local school boards. Educators continue to prove to voters why they are the best people for this job. Experience and knowledge, those qualities matter. Let's hear from one of them right now. Hi, my name is Maggie Cook and I'm running for school board in the Menor Exempted School District. I am a speech language pathologist in Chardon Schools and I'm an OEA member. With two decades of experience as an educator, I bring valuable insight to the Menor Board of Education. As a speech-language pathologist, I've had the opportunity to work in kindergarten through 12th grade classrooms. My expertise in special education brings critical information. Special education is one of the largest expenditures in Menor schools. In the classroom, I have worked with students to develop skills for the workforce for over two decades, and I will support programs that connect our students to jobs in our community. As an educator and parent, I understand the challenges that parents, children, and educators face and how to improve school climate, maintain discipline, and improve school safety. Outside of the classroom, I have worked to address school policy by serving on multiple boards and committees through the district that I work in. I serve on professional staff council, the insurance committee, and I've been on the negotiations team now for our third consecutive contract. 
These opportunities have given me experience with school funding, finance, policy, and legal obligations. As a candidate, I am endorsed by local leaders in the Republican and Democratic parties because I am known for my work as an educator and a person with integrity that is willing to listen in the community. My two daughters attend Menor schools, and I am invested and connected in the success of the schools due to my daughters attending the school. You can trust me to make smart decisions for the Menor Board of Education as a current educator that understands public schools, a local leader in education policy, and an invested mom of current Menor School students. I am a smart decision for the education of your children, grandchildren, and neighbors because I am qualified, connected, and invested. Thank you for your consideration, and please vote for Maggie Cook for Menor Board of Education. November 2nd. Thank you. Election Day is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, and your vote in all of these local races matters. As always, we want to hear your thoughts on Education Matters as we continue our discussions on the topics that impact our students, educators, and schools every day. Email us at educationmatters at ohea.org. Next week, we're hearing from a group of aides in Finley who just fought and won a big battle for union representation with huge buy-in from their peers. What it took to get such a resounding win. Until then, stay well. Stay well.